today on The Real Life Girl, we're talking about how to get closer to God. I'm podcasting in the dark today, and that's a little new for me, but it is very comforting. I got a fireplace on YouTube going up. I've got candles. I've got coffee. I've got my Yeti. Like, we're set up today. Can we talk about how I've been an Amazon girl lately? Like, I have been racking up my cart, and I don't know why. So let's talk about my recent Amazon purchases. So yesterday, I just received two phone stands, which they're probably the greatest investment I've ever made into everyday living. Because if I'm going live on YouTube, if I'm podcasting, whatever it is, and I want to have my notes with me, I will always have my phone stand. And it's a must. I also bought my yeast yeti. Did I just call it a yeast? Yeast is a that's isn't that an oh my gosh that's an infection oh my gosh that's so embarrassing. I meant to say I bought a beast tumbler and they have like so many different cute colors and I found a really cute neutral one so I bought that. I recently just got the iPad Pro for school so let's also talk about that because I work a full time job. I also work on The Real Life Girl, and I am a full-time student, so I like to have different devices for different things. My laptop is for all things work, my iPad is for all things school, and then your phone is kind of like your admin, like, I guess, electronic, because it's used for, like, everyday life. Anyway, back to my iPad. So I bought a new iPad, and I got it at Best Buy, which that's a tip. If you are an Apple girl and you buy Apple products, always look at, like, Best Buy or your phone provider store first that always helps and i guarantee i I got my ipad at least like 200 dollars cheaper at best buy it's still the real deal and i just love it so much so i got a case for that i've been deciding whether or not i want a stanley cup and that's been so hard for me to decide but i don't want i will never spend a hundred dollars on a stanley cup I, i just cannot do it on my right mind But my sister did tell me about a simple modern Stanley Cup dupe that is on Amazon and it was like $32 but it's still cheaper and I bought a 40 ounce one so that's coming in the mail in the next two weeks. I don't know why it's taking long to ship out but it is so that's that. Recently I've been into a lot of like home decor so I'm in my home office now and I am primarily in my home office and my room in like you know most of the day and I have always loved just being synchronous with like decor and making sure everything is consistent so I like a lot of neutral tones, I like a lot of monochromatic designs, and I just like things to be really casual and low-key, but I also like putting a lot of effort into decorating my space, because if my home office is not cute, I will not want to be in my home office, that's the truth, and it's the same thing with my bedroom, so I feel like I enjoy life a lot more when, I don't know, when things around me, and like even like my workspace, like if it's decorated the way that I want it to be and it's like physically appealing, that's what makes it more enjoyable to be around. That sounds hypocritical because in the last couple like episodes, I was talking about how not everything in life has to be aesthetic, but I obviously think there are technicalities. And I think that if you like have like school supplies or, you know, work or, you know, your wardrobe even, even if that fits your style, it just makes it 
much more enjoyable to wear, to be around, to do, and I just love it. So today I thought I would talk about how to get closer to God because this is something I wish I could have received more guidance on. I really had to fend for myself in figuring out what worked best for me and, you know, kind of what was best for Bianca. And so I wrote a blog post recently that will be out by the time this podcast episode goes out. Um, and subscribe to the newsletter if you're not already. I'll put a link down below because I would love having you guys just opening up love letters because it's they're just so awesome to write. I never really received that much advice or wisdom on like where to start with my journey with God, but this is not that. This is how to get closer. If you feel like you're in a slump, if you feel that you are just so far and you feel like there's no coming back, this is the episode for you. I will start by giving a rundown on my quiet time routine. So currently I am reading the She Reads Truth Bible by Rachel Myers and I absolutely love this. I am going through the Bible in order. I finished my one year Bible plan. So since then I've just been like going through books that I want to go through and it's been great. So now I'm in the book of numbers and I start by reading three chapters a day and depending on how long it is, sometimes I'll read like two or you know, whatever. And then I just take like a pencil and a highlighter and I just like highlight things. I make notes. This Bible is awesome because it has a lot of marginal notes and space because that's something so important to me. That's first and I've always did like That's first and I've always believed in having a devotional. So I'm reading Unshakable by Christine Kane. Before then I was reading The Bible in a Year by Dr. Kimberly Moore. And I loved that, but I decided it was time for a change and Unshakable has been awesome. And then I journal and journaling is an essential part of my day. It has to happen or else I just won't feel like myself. And I just love journaling. It's also a great way to document like your progress and what you've been through because I tend to block out really hard times in my life. Like it's just something that I do And I don't mean to, but when I journal, I can be like, oh my goodness. Like I remember going through that time that was so hard and I just love, you know, journaling and I love being able to look back at that. That is my quiet time routine. Currently church life, I am trying to get plugged into a church. I don't know. Well, I used to go to a church that was like two miles away from my house. And I recently stopped just because I noticed there was a lot of, inconsistencies and just a lot of structural changes happening at that church and I mean I have nothing bad to say I just didn't feel led there anymore um so I'm in between churches if you are in the Lake Nona Florida area let me know what churches you go to or you know about because I'm open to recommendations if you're looking to get closer to God my first advice would be to spice up your quiet time routine sometimes we read our word and we just don't even know what we read and so I like to maybe read like a couple sentences and be like okay what did I just read and like can I summarize it a devotional really helps with accountability and it also helps to get another person's perspective and point of view in your quiet time in your daily life especially if you're in a specific stage in life for example if you've just become engaged or you are pregnant you're about to enter into motherhood like these are very important life moments that i think you need a lot of accountability and perspective and possibly wisdom in 
and journaling. I mean, I'm not saying my quiet time routine is the best, but I love it because it works for me. So I would love to just spend a few weeks at a time just figuring out what works for me. That is what really helped me to develop a situation where I felt comfortable and I felt comfortable in reading my word and really spending time with God and knowing that that was what was going to work best. I love community. It's one of my favorite words for a reason and it's the best. I absolutely adore it and for a long time I really believed that I was not around the best people. I made it a habit to be around men and women who would just bring me down and I never really felt led to be around certain people but I felt obligated to. I always used to think it was so annoying when I would hear adults say or like my parents be like, if you are around certain kind of people, you will become like them. And I never believed it, but it really took some looking in the mirror to be like, wow, I have really become the negative people that like I am around. And no, you don't have to go ghost and figure out who you want to cut off and you know who you want to include in your life. Like I, that's definitely not what I'm saying. I am saying that sometimes you have to look at who is around you and who you are letting impact your daily life like it's sometimes the people that you keep really close that are just not meant to be in your life i used to be really scared to ask god to like take people out that were not meant to be in my life who were not meant to serve a purpose and i think of some people as seasons like if you go through seasons and they're meant for specific reasons that's always been my rule and I think that once that season is over, that person has fulfilled that purpose. Therefore, there's just no reason for that person to stick around anymore. Everyone relates when I say that people have to be in your life to teach you lessons and to get you to be aware of certain things, to just teach you important things that you wouldn't have been able to know unless that person had been in your life. And like sometimes just for jokes, I like to be like, oh my gosh, that person was an assignment or that person was a lesson. And like, it's just funny. It's something I laugh about because it really is true. Some people are not meant to be in your life forever. And you will have some people that are, but it's just so important to know that sometimes you don't know who is best to fit into your community. Around this time last year, I was questioning what I was doing with my life, and I know that I'm young, so maybe that seems weird, but I've always been like that. I always love to know what's ahead. I love to know what is in store for me, and I felt so trapped by the people that I was around, and this is not like a pity thing. This is not, you know, poor me, but I mean, it was just so hard to, you know, be in that environment every day. And so I remember just thinking to myself like, okay, God, I need you to take out anybody who is not meant to be in my life. And that helped so much. Literally within hours of me praying that prayer, I got to understand people's true colors. There were difficult situations that came to light where people revealed their characters. And I truly believe that God reveals people's characters for a reason. Not because that's just how they are or yada yada. It's literally God telling you like, girl, you need to get out because like, no, this is crazy. And ever since that time, I struggled to find people that I would thrive around. And I just began to pray. I'm like, God, like bring people in my life who are actually going to edify me and who are going to hold me accountable and love me and support me and encourage me. 
And then little by little, I started meeting like people here and people there. I met this one friend, friend, what What was I saying? And then little by little, I started meeting people here and people there. And I met my one friend, Marianne, and she ended up introducing me to my Bible study group and my mentor. And that was so big. Like just to think if you didn't go to like a certain event or if you didn't do a certain thing, like you wouldn't have met a lot of the people that are in your life now. You just have to know that no matter what happens in life, nothing can screw up God's plan. Like God has authority over all of the earth and that's so important to remember. And so when it comes to adding new people into your life, trust that God will give you the discernment. And if they're not who they say they are, or if they're up to no good, they don't have good intentions, God will reveal that to you. I'm very passionate about mentorship, and I believe having a mentor has really helped me improve my relationship with God and just feeling a sense of closeness to Him and my community. And so I have my great friend and mentor, Alejandra, and I remember just like shooting her a text one day being like, hey, like, I think we had just gotten um like done hanging out with each other and I said like hey like today was so fun um you know could I ask you something and I ended up being like I just really love being around you like I wanted to know if you would ever be interested in mentoring me and I tried to make it like really casual so that there would be no pressure as to like she felt like she had to say yes And I told her, like, it is totally fine if you say no and, you know, whatever. But I think it would be nice if we were to, like, you know, just FaceTime once a week or, like, meet up for coffee every now and then and just, like, talk. And, like, I'm hoping that you could be a source of, like, accountability for me. And, I mean, at the time, I was struggling with so many things. So I just felt like having an accountability partner in my life would really help that. And so she ended up saying yes. And so she is my mentor today. And I just love it. I'm able to just talk to her and there's no judgment. There is no hatred. There's no prejudice. And it's just so laid back and casual. And since then, our friendship has grown like really strongly. And that's something I'm always thankful for. And not to mention, I've met so many other people through her. And so mentorship, I think, can really help you if you're struggling with certain things, and even if you're not, even if you think just, like I said, having an accountability person in your life would really help, I would totally go for it. And so some steps that I took was I asked God to highlight someone in my life that I felt would be a good fit for me. And so since then, I mean, she was pretty much the only person he brought to mind. And when it comes to picking out mentors, I always like to maybe go for someone who's like a little bit older And from there, I feel like they have a lot of wisdom. They have a lot of guidance. Obviously, you know, they've been through more things and it really helps, especially if they're married, because they can give you guidance on like, you know, when it is your time to get married or even if you are married, but those are just my personal preferences. And so from there, I kind of just kind of get the courage to like ask them like, hey, I've thought about this. What are your thoughts on this? And they can say yes. They can say no. If they say no, just don't take it personally. And I just, I kind of just look for another person and that's always how it is. And as far as meeting goes, you can just say, Hey, like, can we meet up like at least maybe once every two weeks or once a month and just talk. And, you know, I I just want to talk to you about certain things and I want to receive guidance and, and advice and wisdom And I truly believe like having a mentor has allowed someone to pour so much wisdom into me that I may not have initially thought of. And 
I'm like, that's my toxic trait is I think I know best. And like I said, having that outside perspective, having someone that has been through things that you haven't or has seen things you haven't and has had a relationship with God for longer than you have just gives so much insight into who you're really living for, what your purpose is and what your life is about. Reading Christian self-help books have helped so much. Right now, I am reading Not Part of the Plan, Trusting God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story by Girl Defined Ministries. And I've talked about them several times on the podcast. I love their message. I love what they stand for. And I followed them for such a long time. And so just self-help books as well, like those really do help a lot just because like I'm able to think about things that like maybe I'm struggling with. And I don't want to open up about them to a mentor or to a friend or a loved one. And reading someone's testimony about anxiety, something that I struggle with, is so powerful. You realize you're not alone. You're not the only person wrestling with that. And that's big. I mean, nothing beats the feeling of understanding and finally knowing that like you're not alone in certain things. Also, because a lot of self-help books do have good exercises that you can try to like just help you with certain things, whether that's depression, anxiety, um, certain hurdles. Like if you're struggling to trust God, if you know something awful has happened and that always, always helps. Let me tell y'all, like I just, I will never be able to get enough because I just love hearing other people's input on things I'm struggling with. It literally makes it feel like I'm talking to friends. That's why I love podcasts. I genuinely feel like I'm on FaceTime with somebody else. And I love the realness. That's always been the goal of The Real Life Girl is to be so candid and to be so open and transparent. And I don't want to have any reservations. And I mean, of course, there are always going to be things that I may not want to talk about. And I, you know, anyone can say the same thing. But it's so helpful to just know like, y'all we're in this together community is everything and i mean you know god said it himself like we're not able to do this walk alone and so that's why i think it's just so important that we need community we need that togetherness in order to just keep this thing going those are my tips on how to get closer to god again feel free to shoot us an email i always love hearing from y'all whether that's like feedback and it can be good or bad or your thoughts on this episode and if you haven't already i would really appreciate if y'all would rate this podcast a five-star review this really just helps me understand what y'all love about the podcast and i always love receiving feedback all my social medias are linked down below in the description I think that's YouTube. Okay, then show notes. And with that being said, I'll see y'all in the next episode.